in miry clay. Hallelujah. He came by my way one day. Hallelujah. I've never been the same. Brother Gilbert, can I ask you to open up in a word of prayer this morning? Let us pray. Lord God of heavens, it's just so wonderful to be here. Not just to be here, but Lord, to know that you are also here, Lord. We are so full of expectation. Lord, we thank you so much for last evening, the way you came down in a special way and spoke to us. Give us that assurance, Lord, that is an event, dear God, and that we can identify ourselves in the event, oh God. You also reminded us of the visions and that we can place ourselves, Lord, in those visions. Oh, God of heavens, we are just looking forward to this morning. We are praying that, Lord, once again, Lord, once more, may you come down, Father. May you minister to our needs, Lord God. That is what you specialize in. You specialize in ministering to the needs. You know the secrets of our hearts. You know everything about us, Lord. And it is not that you hate us. Lord, you loved us so much that you went to the cross and died for us. And this morning you are going to come, Lord God of heaven. So we are just looking forward and praying that come to each one, Lord, in a special way. We pray for special anointing on the minister, dear God. And Lord, we are just so full of expectation, Lord, and anticipation, Lord. And our hearts are just looking forward, Heavenly Father. We pray that if there be anything, Lord, anything that will hinder the movement of your Holy Spirit... In the name of Jesus Christ, we come against it and we say that, Lord God, may you have a free reign, dear God. And Lord, we also want to come against the powers of darkness, Lord. You've given us that authority to come against them. So Satan, we want to address you. We come against you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind you and we, we, we tell you that you have no place here. May the spirit of the living God have free reign and free dominion here. Lord, have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have your seats. Uh, Brother Josiah has a special for us. Uh, can we just say, thank God I am free, 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 as he said so. Well, for a long time I traveled down along the so heavy and then I sink low
God bless you. Um, this song is pretty much everything I got out of last night's service. So I figured we should sing it this morning. Look away from this world And look away from strife Look away to Jesus He's the way, the truth, and the life Look away from your problems Look away from your pain Look away to Jesus For a life serene and sane Look away From the wind and the waves He's your friend, your answer He still loves, still heals, still saves Lift your eyes a little higher Set your thoughts above And look away to Jesus And your soul will rest in love And as the deer panted for the water so my soul longeth after thee you alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship look away from politics and look away from the news look away to Jesus he is truth too precious to lose and look away from temptation and all the lies of the screen and look away to Jesus he's reality pristine and look away like Stephen from the chaos and the rage for the Lord is 
is standing to receive you in this age. And lift your eyes a little higher. And set your thoughts above And look away to Jesus And your soul will rest in love Look away, he is waiting Look away, don't delay. Look away to Jesus and never look away. Look away to Jesus and never look away. Thank you, Brother Josiah. Just right before we turn the service over to our Brother Tom, we're just going to sing, Let the Worshippers Arise. Amen. Father
bless you. It's nice to see you all here this morning. The saints that have gathered in Cloverdale and the young people that are there and those that are at their homes and those that will be joining with us over the internet at the various times and archives and present time. We want to welcome you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're always thankful for those that have joined with us here to make this camp special. And every camp is special because you're special. And you have brought your own lick of fire. And you've come here for a reason. And that is to meet with God. And this morning we have the privilege to having uh, Pastor Brother David Mayer from Switzerland. Um, everybody is a little bit, you know, Brother David is a, a, a mix-up. Belgium, right? Lives in France and has a church in Switzerland. Oh, I'm sorry. Serge Frank lives in Switzerland. And he's, he's amazing. I'm more? What? No. Okay. Whatever. He is simply amazing. He's amazing. And he's a tremendous man of God. And we have, have a deep friendship and appreciation for Brother David Mayer. He's left his family at home. Um, Sister Anne is, is recovering from an operation. Children would love to be here, and as young people, I should say, would love to be here. And Brother David has sacrificed this time, and God has put something on his heart for us. So I don't want you to just say, well, it's another service. No, God has brought a man all the way from Europe to come to a little place here at Mount Baker to deliver a word to us personally. So I want you to be pulling I want you to be expecting, and I believe God has something very special for you this morning. So let the worshipers arise, open up your hearts, and pull on the word of God. Father, I hear. Let's just sing that as we invite Brother David. Hear the growing louder. The saints of every nation.
give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. I give him praise. Glory, glory. Amen, amen. God bless you saints. Sure good to be here. I am blessed to be here. Honored to be here. So I bring you greetings on behalf of my wife, family, the church back home. Probably they're streaming with us. Amen. And I want to greet also the, the saints that are on the other side of the border. Friends, beloved ones that couldn't make it. So may God bless them. Amen. And you create the atmosphere. Whether you're here under the tent, whether you're back home, whether you're in the car, whether you're at Brother Sam's, whether you're at the church, no matter where. Create the atmosphere. Amen. Because we serve a living God. Amen, amen, and certainly uh, I want to greet Brother Ed, Sister Ruth, amen, and uh, you give a big hug, Brother Tom. So I just wanted to straighten out, you know, France, Switzerland, Belgium. Uh, I told Brother Tom I had to straighten it out at Brother Tim Pruitt, so to make it simple, I'm a son of God, I come from God, and I go back to God. Amen, so I'm not worried about my... My identity, I have one true identity, and that's I'm from God. <laughs> so may God bless you. Amen. And this morning, Brother brother Wayne, it's a great honor to be with him on the battlefield. God bless you, Brother Wayne. We surely appreciate his ministry, and uh, my, what a service last night. Amen. That was just the first service. So, you know, sometimes people, they put... Oh, I'll wait until maybe Saturday night or Friday night. No, no, from the first service on, I want to be blessed. Amen. I've been young. I still am young. Not as young as you are. Amen. And I I had the same attitude. And I know, I mean, when I met my Savior. Amen. I was young, but I knew I had to meet my Savior. Amen. And it was a meeting like this, but God came on the scene, and I've never been the same. Amen. So it's the same for you, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. So this event didn't start yesterday. Come on, preach with me, young people. You know me now. I'm like home here, so so you preach with me. So this event, brother, brother Wayne was speaking about, didn't start yesterday. And it didn't end last night. This is a continuous event. The Word of God tells us it's from glory to glory to glory to glory. And one, oh, one glad morning. Why not this morning? I'm going to fly away. Amen. So, oh, oh, hallelujah. Another service. Another blessing. Amen. How many this morning here are in, in the E class? 
That wasn't 100%. I'll ask you again. How many here this morning are in the ye class? Now, if you look into the word of God, which is my absolute, which is our absolute. Amen. There are so many verses concerning me. John 8. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And if the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Amen. So I don't have to remain bound this morning. Because I am the ye part. Amen. And he has set me free. Amen. So I'm really free this morning. Amen. Let's continue. 1 Peter 2, 9. Ye are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. So call me peculiar. Call me strange. You, you name it. But I'm a son of God. Bought by the precious blood of my Savior. Amen. That ye should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. So the ye class, no matter how old, how young you are. Amen. He is worthy of all our praise. Amen. So keep the hallelujahs going. Keep the amens going. Let it be so means amen. And while the word is going forth, it's not Brother David's words, it's God's word. And I want to water, water the word with my praise. Hallelujah. So God bless you. Amen, amen. Certainly good to be here. I feel the presence of the Lord. Amen. And we know we are living in, in glorious times. You don't hear me. Oh yeah, I'm going to bring it to your front door, says Brother Tom. So we are living in glorious times. COVID, no COVID. I don't worry about COVID. Brother David, what are you saying? No, no, no. This is a glorious time that we're living in. And it's about time we realize, young and old, amen. So let's get our focus right on who? Christ. Amen. So it is a glorious time. Amen. And God says that he, he, he inhabits the praise of his people. So he loves to be praised. There where there is praise, true worship, let the worshipers arise. Amen. That's where you will find him. So I want to be that worshiper this morning. I want to be that worshiper during the day. I want to be that worshiper tonight. Through all camp, I want to give him glory. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You know, here, He is here. He is here in the form of the Holy Spirit. What a privilege it is. Do you realize, young people? Amen. That we have in our presence the King of kings and Lord of lords. So if you came to see Brother David, you will be so disappointed. Because Brother David cannot save you. Brother David... He's not the answer. But Jesus is the answer to all your needs. And we have that privilege this morning. To be in his presence. So may God bless us this morning. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Let's stay focused. You know, Satan, if he can interrupt your mind, says the prophet. That's all he has to do. Interrupt your mind. So let's stay focused. Keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. And we will receive our blessing. Amen, amen. Thank you, brothers, sister, for the music. Amen. If we can take the word of God, once again, I greet you. And thank you, brother Tom, sister Joanne, 
for the invitation. Amen. It's a real honor to be here. And I do feel at home here. We've been so many times here. The family, yes, they would love to be here. But we'll be back, Lord willing. And if not, we will have this eternal young people meeting there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's open our Bibles to 1 John 5. Verse 10. Say amen when you're there. He that believed on the Son of God had the witness in himself. He that believed not God had made him a liar. Because he believed not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God had given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. So he that had the Son had life. And he that had not the Son of God had not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. That ye may know that ye have eternal life. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions or the request that we desire of Him. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. And then I have one final Scripture reading in Revelation 3, 1st Hebrews 4, 11. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him who to whom we have to do. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And if you look into the word of boldly, the Greek lexicon uses the word parisia, which means assurance, confidence, listen now, freedom in speaking. So you're free to speak in liberty. Because he's God. Amen. Free and fearless confidence. (laughs) Cheerful courage. So I want to see your smiles. Because there is a victory. There are smiles. Glory. I feel good. Revelation 3. Verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. 
To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my father in his throne. And the word overcometh in the Greek lexicon is nikao, subdue, conquer, prevail, get the victory. Amen. So, amen to him that gets the victory. To him. He will sit on my throne. Glory. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord. How thankful we are, Father. For moments like these, Lord. Where you have gathered us, Father. Oh, from different places. But Lord, it's certainly a privilege. And Lord God, knowing the the different situations that are going on. Satan trying to separate the people, divide the people. But here we are, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for bringing us together, Lord. I pray, Father, there where they may be gathered, Lord, in Canada, in France, in Europe, all over the world. Father, Lord, may you go and minister to every heart, Father. And Lord, may we receive our blessing, Lord. Lord, where we be locked in with you father this morning lord in the world they can speak about a a lockdown but lord we want to be locked in with you father and the world locked out outside father our worries or our fear locked out outside because lord in you father we have all we that need of so father may you take full control over the service father may you anoint me lord anoint my vocal cords that you may speak to your people lord i fully surrender to you lord Bless each and every one we pray and ask these things in Jesus Christ's name. And the church says, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Tom. Amen. So this morning, as a title, I'd like to take Chosen and Anointed to Conquer. Chosen and Anointed to Conquer. Amen. And the prophet tells us, Amen. So we know that we live in a time of pressure. We live in times we've never seen before. Amen. And the prophet tells us, Amen. If you reject Christ, if you turn him down, when he has knocked at your door, Amen. You're on a danger line of being bored through the ear. And God will put a blind over your ears that you'll never be able to understand no more. Amen. So when God comes, the word is being preached and God comes knocking at your door. Do not harden your heart. Open the door. And he will sup with you and you with him. Believe me, it's going to be a glorious time. Amen. So it's important not to be on that danger line. Amen. So this service matters. You hear me? This service matters. Nobody would have thought, amen, that this COVID from one day to the other would lock the world down. Economy stopped. Churches were closed. So you better, amen, now is your time to receive your blessing. Amen. But in a time of great pressure, God's glory is manifested. Amen. Some live, do we realize that some live to see one promise manifested in their life? And we see promise 
after promise. Brother Wayne spoke about, amen, oh, the word of God that is full with prophecies, amen, past, present, and future, amen, that's the word of God, amen, and we can read by the grace of God the word of God and know what time we're living in. But what a privileged people we are. That we see prophecy after prophecy being manifested in front of our eyes. Amen. So this is much. The word of God is update, updated tomorrow, the next day. Don't read the paper. I know what will happen. I know what's in the book. And this morning I can say, boo Satan, because I have a total victory. By my strength, no, by Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. So when God is manifesting his glory, be sure that Satan will do all that he can to stop it. He will close borders. He will make sure it was, it'll be very hard. Maybe this morning you woke up and very tired and I have a pain here and this and that and the other. But here you are now. So then don't let Satan rob your blessing. We can see that through the Bible. If we look to the story of Moses, Esther, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the disciples on the boat, amen, when they were in the upper room, it's always in a time of, of pressure that the glory of God is manifested. But we will have to fight for every inch, every centimeter, so everybody can understand, or even millimeter. So we will have to fight. What fight? Okay, I'm not done yet. (laughs) And when Satan will come because God wants to bless you. And Satan will try to rob your blessing. Amen. But this morning I want to tell you if Satan comes fight me, I will fight harder. Can I hear an amen? It's not just for brother David or brother Tom or brother Wayne or the brothers that are here. No, it's for each and every one of us. I will fight harder because God has chosen me. He has anointed me to conquer. Oh, hallelujah. The prophet says, I'm the one that has to make my identification. I am identified with him by God's word. He said, these shines shall follow them that believe. And I'm glad I'm identified in that. Yes, sir. And I want to say, amen. I'm identified with that. Amen. But now, the prophet here, he, he, he says something in, in, in the church age book. He says, I wonder if we are sufficiently impressed with the word in our midst. So people, amen, they received, they received the word of God. They look to a man, they look to, oh, they're not happy, and they look to another man. Although God himself gave us a perfect word. And this morning I'm asking you, I wonder if we are sufficiently impressed with what God has given us. The word of God tells us we must be born again. Amen. So many try to escape that. The new bird brings a mess. It brings new life with it. 
A sinner has to die and rot to his own IDs. His own life has to rot that the new life can grow out of it. It's a mess. So what? It's a glorious mess. That's the say of the prophet. It brings new life. That's what the church needs today. But they're bypassing it with dogs and so on and so forth. They try to escape the thoughts of dying of themselves. They want to live to themselves. Isn't that the age we're living in? Me, myself and I. I, I, I. My thoughts. I know better than... Listen now. He that lives to himself lives for himself and the devil. Hmm. But he that denies himself shall find his life in Christ and he will be a new creature. Hallelujah. So the word of God, amen, is powerful. Amen. And God sends, yes, simple man, to be a vessel because he knows the needs that you have. So I don't want to miss anything that God wants to give me. But the choice is mine. The choice is yours. I cannot choose for you. Brother Tom cannot choose for you. He cannot make that decision for you. And life is made up of choices. No matter. I'm talking to different young people. Older people. There's some kids even there. Life is full of choices. Even this morning, I went for to get some bread. I had to choose what jam I wanted on my bread. Brother David, that's simple. Okay, I like simple things. So full of, of choices, decisions. Yes, no. Do I continue? Do I abandon? Do I get up? Do I stay down? Some choices are more important. Do I love or do I hate? Do I want to be a hero or do I want to be a coward? Do I want to fight or do I surrender? Do I live or do I die? The most important choice in life is to choose Him. Jesus Christ. So He that had the Son had life. So don't, don't give me... Oh, now that I'm out of the message, I can really live. Don't give me that. You're dead and you don't even know it yourself. Laodicea says they're naked, miserable. Give me Jesus. That is life. Not these worldly pleasures. Give me Jesus. So you are free to make whatever choice you want. But you're not free from the consequences of the choice. Do you hear me now? You are free this morning to choose whatever you want. But you are not free of the consequences of the decision you take. The choice you take. Now I was talking with a good friend, Brother Timothy. We're talking on the phone about choices, decisions. Amen. And we're talking. And you know in life, people take decisions. And now I'm, I'm speaking to some Americans, maybe Canadians, whatever. But everybody has heard about Pearl Harbor. How the Japanese army attacked America. America was yeah, asleep. Here they attack. Pearl Harbor destroyed. 
It touched the heart of America. There was one general. He said, I'm afraid we have awakened a sleeping giant. What was the consequence of that choice, that decision to attack? Two atomic bombs. No country in the world has ever had two atomic bombs drop on their country. That was the reply. Now I'm going to bring it. That's just history. Now I'm bringing it spiritual. (laughs) Satan didn't take this in the equation when he attacked you. Amen. Because when he hits that seed... That part that God placed in you before the foundation of the world, that is out of his equation. That's where, oh yeah, he loses all his feathers. (laughs) So what choice are you going to take this morning? We see in the Bible, the story of Rebecca, type of the bride, amen, The, the, the Bible is full. Of types. Christ and his bride. Amen. So we see Rebecca. Amen. Eliezer that is sent. Amen. He was a trusted servant of Abraham. The Bible says he was the eldest. He ruled over all that he had. That's Eliezer. Amen. And the prophet says he, he went there. He didn't take his own choice. He trusted God's choice. He took the one that he had a supernatural sign. An answer to prayer. Submitted to the Lord. So Rebecca had to make a decision. Will thou go? Or will thou stay here? Now. Type of the bride. Brother Branham preaches two messages. The power of decision in 55. And the following day, he preaches the results of a decision. If you never heard him, go here, go listen to them. Powerful messages. Now, even Brother Brenham himself, we can see in his life the supernatural being present at his birth and so on and so forth. And then people say, well, you know, if I would have had a birth like this, I would, I would, I would, I would. Don't give me excuses. God knew who he called for this job. Okay? So now, we know Malachi 4, Revelation 10, 7 and so on. But now, Brother Branham, the wave sheet, and like Brother Wayne used the birds. (laughs) He went into the land, brought us back the fruits of the land. So it's not just any... People want to lift up a man. No, no, no. We lift up God. And God alone. But he came back with the fruits of the land. Amen. So he's the wave sheep. The first one to come to maturity. But knowing that there's a bride following. Amen. So now the prophecy is being said. Over. Brother Branham. Are you ready? It was given February 11, 1961. At the full gospel businessman's breakfast. And that's how it sounded. Parce que tu as choisi le chemin étroit. Le chemin le plus difficile. Et parce que tu as choisi de marcher dans ce chemin. Come on, French people. 
Maybe you've never heard it like this, but I'm going to preach it now. Brother Wayne, can you translate? <laughs> Amen. I'll come back to you. Because thou hast chosen the narrow path, the harder way. Thou hast walked by your own choosing. Thou hast picked the precise and correct way, a correct decision. And it's my way. My way. Underline my way. The Holy Spirit speaking back. Because of this momentous decision. A huge portion of heaven awaits you. Awaits thee. What a glorious decision. Hallelujah. What a glorious decision thou hast made. This in itself is what will make and come to pass. The tremendous victory in law divine. Glory, glory, glory. What will you decide this morning? What is that? What way will you choose? His way or your way? Oh, glory. Now, I have to make some decisions, Brother David. Okay. God don't make all of our decisions. And there's many times that God doesn't tell his prophets what to do. Because they have to make a decision. People... Wishy-washy Christians called believers in the message. Oh, brother Tom, please. Uh, can you? Yes, we can. We can give you advice with the word. And I love what brother Ron said years ago. You know, when people come for, I think he even said it here behind his pulpit. When people come up to me for advice, I just tell them, you go back and pray about it. <laughs> have you prayed about it or do you just want oh brother Tom just tell me you know what I, what should I do you know bro, brother Tom I mean the word is given is preach meeting service after service after service but it's up to you to act upon the word it's up to you to take your decision and because of this momentous decision Momentous meaning the moment itself, the time and now, this huge decision. Oh, a huge portion awaits thee. A huge portion awaits me. Oh, hallelujah. That's what camp is all about. Oh, glory. Amen. If there's no decision, says the prophet, then we have to make, that we have to make, just wait every move on God. Then there is no overcoming on our part. Hallelujah. So Abraham, coming back to the story of Rebecca, was determined that he did not want his son to marry an unbeliever. And here the prophet says, That's, that would be a good decision for every Christian today. So young people, I know you're young. Sorry, Brother Tom, I'm, I'm taking liberty now. And we look at camp and, oh, there are more sisters than brothers. Hmm. And over the world, maybe there are more brothers and sisters or more sisters. And you are reasoning. How will I ever find a husband? How will I ever? So you, 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 you start to enlarge. Well, oh, maybe I met a friend in school or somewhere. And, 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 and oh, he's so nice to me. He respects me. And, and you know, love can do everything. <laughs> Satan is so subtle. If the prophet tells me you better marry a Christian, you marry a Christian. Because it's better to remain single than to be married and live hell all day, all year, year after year after year. 
But he who finds a virtuous woman. But pray about it. You pray about it. Because God knows exactly what your need is. Better than you. Okay, let's come back to Rebecca. (laughs) Hallelujah. He sent Eliezer. He was a selected one. He was a trustworthy servant. That's why God chooses himself, his servants. You know, I don't need somebody to call me. You know, Brother David, I think you're called. Brother Tom didn't need to say, I, I, you know, somebody called me and now I'm going to preach the gospel. And I've seen that, believe me. Brother so-and-so has to, you know, he has to call me. And God calls his servants. True servants. And God calls his messengers for every age. So don't you try to take his place. I know I'm, I'm not necessarily saying that here. But wherever this message go. I hope it, it's bullseyes. <laughs> Hallelujah. But we have a choice. Amen. Rebecca had a choice to make. And it was urgent. We don't have time to sit around and think it over and over and wonder. We got to make the decision quickly. Amen. Hallelujah. Time is at hand. The red lights are flashing. You may be young, but we don't know what tomorrow holds. The time is at hand for the return. Amen. To our heavenly home. This may, there may be people sitting here today. This will be your last time to make a decision. It's urgent. Don't gamble on tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come. Do it now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Today he's your savior. Tomorrow he might be your judge. If he's speaking to your heart. Just the same as he also opened your heart. God bless you he says. So when you hear the word. We can think about the activities. And what's being, what will happen after. And, and, and we still have four more services. And so on and so forth. No now. Now. What will I eat at noon? I don't care. He is the one I need to meet. I need an encounter with him. Amen, 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 amen. This decision had to be made. Amen. Listen now. The parents of Rebecca said, let her stay here. You can find it in the Bible. Let her stay here a few days. And you know, it will pass. But listen to what the prophet said. (laughs) Just let her stay around about 10 days. Let her hang around the revival to really feel whether she has decided to do or not. Let me stay in camp and I'll see at the end of the camp if I take the decision or not. I haven't got much confidence, says the prophet, in a person that makes a decision to wait even until tomorrow. But the message stirred Rebecca. Not Eliezer stirred Rebecca. The message stirred Rebecca. And the message stirred the bride. (laughs) She was satisfied. The message was from God. 
Oh, but the family, and that's how Satan comes to play. I'm not saying family is Satan. Careful now. Just saying Satan can use anything to come in here. Oh, she'll get over it. Just a little excitement. Let her make her own decision. That's where you stand today. Make your own decision. Choose ye this day who you want to follow, who you want to serve. But she said, I will go. She was ready. Her decision was quickly made. She know there's something been leading her. And she knows something had happened to her. Amen. Something had happened when she heard the message. And when I heard the voice behind the voice, something happened to me. The same message. <laughs> Melchizedek gave to Abraham and Sarah that changed them. Amen. God gave me a message that is changing me day after day after day from glory to glory to glory. How does he do it? By the word. She knew it was God and she was satisfied. You see what the problem is? People are not satisfied. They want message plus. Oh, somebody will come and make more sense to it. Come on, don't give me nonsense. As long as it stays in the Word, I will say amen. Otherwise, go away. An antichrist spirit. Amen. So what are you scared about? What are you scared? Are you afraid? It seems like you can step out there and toe the line with the enemy. Or call anything the devil says is a lie. Let God's Word be true. And everything else be a lie. Come on now. What are you scared of? Afraid of making a mistake. Make a mistake. Brother Bram says you can't do no worse than just sit and do nothing about it. Get up and be going. Get the job done. Make some kind of an effort. So don't sit lazy now. Oh yes, the word is wonderful. And uh, I'm dozing off once in a while. And what is this brother all excited? Hey brother and sister, I've got a fire burning. And I owe the experience that I have. I pray you will have the same experience. It's not an emotion. It's a reality. So, oh, don't give me a powerless religion. Because this power, amen, that's in the word, comes from God. Amen, 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 amen. Get the job done. Make some, make some kind of an effort. You've got to move. When the Holy Spirit begins to move on a person, he ought to walk with his shoulders back and his head up. What? Falling asleep? No. Praising God. That's what I want to see. Amen. See the sons and daughters of God. Amen. Oh, rejoicing in the presence of the Lord. Oh, when God comes down and ministers to you, reveals His secrets to the hearts. Hallelujah. Daniel, he said, I'm going to purpose in my heart no matter how much pressure they put on me. No matter COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, Delta, Lambda, and I don't know how many there will be. Come on. Maybe some people think I'm crazy, but let me be crazy. I know in who I'm believing. I'm going to stay true to God no matter what comes through bad. That's the way. Then you're going to get somewhere when you start with that attitude. 
Isaiah 41 says. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. And they shall be as nothing. And they that strive with thee shall perish. It's clear that if you never read your Bible... Where will you find your strength? And you can have muscles like that and a six-pack. I used to have that. <laughs> and I hear my wife say, Amen. Even from France. <laughs> Don't count on your strength. But when you come to Christ, then all is well. When we read Hebrews 11... The hearers of the faith. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, prophets. Who, who through faith subdued kingdoms. Wrought righteousness. Obtained promises. Stopped the mouth of lions. Woo. Quenched the violence of fire. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weaknesses were made strong. Waxed valiant and fight. Turned to flight the army, armies of the aliens. David had to face Goliath. The little guy had to face a giant. That's the paradox of God. This huge, big COVID and so on. Uh, keep your focus right on God. Because after COVID, it will be something else. You know, we're living in a time where there's all kinds of, hey, heat waves, flooding, earthquakes. Rumors of war. Nuclear bombs being built. What happened a few months ago? Everybody was Israel against it. Hey. Time is at hand. But God loves to use a paradox. Elijah. What was his story? 450 to 1. On Mount Carmel. Let's see who's strong here now. We are 450. You're only one. You little guy. (laughs) Stupid devil. So when Satan comes tell you sister and brother. Oh you're not worthy. You'll never make it. Oh Satan. You just take the word of God. And you will see the. Oh the fetters will go all directions. And now all hell is against us. But the Lord raises a standard. The Lord raises a standard. So fear not little flock. You're not alone. I will never leave you. I will never forsake thee. I am with thee. Even in thee. Until the end of the world. Joshua fought giants. Giant wall. Why? Because he stood on the word of God. All those examples, I'm, you know the stories, I'm not going into the details. They didn't stand there. David said, you know, I'm going to take my tape player and I'm going to push play. I'm not go- I don't want to do anything wrong. Because hmm. that's what, I don't want to be replaced by a tape player. With all respect. Yes, you have to listen to the word. But I have to become the word. I, you... 
we have to become the word. And it's not brother Tom that has to say for me. Or brother Wayne that has to speak for me. I have to say and speak to my mountain. I have to speak to my giant. Get thee behind me. (laughs) And I cannot be brother Branham. I cannot be brother Tom. I cannot be... We can take all the characters. There was one Moses, says the prophet. One Elijah. One Noah. Always been that way. But they would have no ministry unless there had been somebody to believe it. So when God sends his word. I'm just a believer now. Let me be a believer, but a true believer. God sends his word to us. But how do we appreciate the word? How do we handle the word? Are we sufficiently impressed with the opening of the word? Because what is the opening of the seals? Revealing Christ. Revealing our husband. Revealing who I am. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. The Holy Ghost has got no ministry by the word today unless. Somebody is willing to get away from their creed and come back to what? Some nice stories? Or I am now the new prophet or I am now the new, the the eighth messenger and now there's a new age just like you. You nail it down, Brother Wayne. Oh yes, I'm in the bright age. That's part of Laodicea. So we don't need another messenger. God does all things well. Amen. So the prophet tells us. Amen. We have the, uh, is willing, those, those who are willing to get away from their creed. And come back to the word again. Ooh, the word. Therefore brother Branham says in the statue of a perfect man. Christ never sent me to build an organization. Ah. Christ sent me to build individuals to the statue of Jesus Christ. That they might be the powerhouse. And the dwelling place of the spirit. How? By his word. That's the idea he says. And I like that idea. So let me rejoice on that idea. Because it ain't what I can do. But it's what he has already done. So as long as I'm trying to find out what will oh, this and that. No, 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 no. Let God have his way. Let it be done according to his word. Glory. Hallelujah. So God's soldiers. I'm seeing in front of me. That's why God put on my heart this message. Amen. I'm seeing an army in front of me. You may not realize it. That's why the word is being spoken now. So you realize, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. God's soldier, it's perfect strength by perfect weakness. Red Bram says, God's soldiers, comma, rather heroes. Woo. So I'm seeing this morning, God's heroes. Come on, you can say amen. Don't say amen for brother David. Or to please your name or oh mom or dad or whoever. That's the word of God. I believe in it and I say amen to it. God's heroes out of weaknesses was made strong. They had to get weak before they could get strong. David, he was the most unlearned one in the bunch. He had no schooling, no fighting. He knew nothing about it. 
But he recognized that it was a God. And he took the weakness thing. He had spears, arms, bows, everything else. And David had a little slingshot with a rock in it. But see, he knew what he could trust in. He confessed his weakness. And that's where many Christians stop. I'm so weak. I'm, I, I will never make it. And, and this whole situation, this pressure, I can't make it. Listen what David did. He confessed his weakness. Lord, I'm not strong to kill that giant. I cannot do it. He says he confessed his weakness, but his faith in God. So he was not trusting in his six packs or eight packs or 12 packs or no no matter how many packs you want to have. (laughs) He trusted in God. Maybe for some, Satan thought he's going to take just a little stone. But the little stone, amen, God has been shaping it years after years. Amen. He knew, oh, way down the road, there was going to be a giant that was going to be slain by one little stone. Because one little guy, mm, one little guy, amen, took God at his word. And he took a slingshot. But he believed God was able. And behind him, he had no muscles. Oh, maybe it seems small. And maybe one verse in the Bible seems small. But if you take God at his word, the giant will fall dead. He prophesied, amen, oh, he can boast, Satan can boast, but here comes David, and he says, today, I'm going to cut your head, so choose ye this day, who you want to serve, who you want to follow, and cut Goliath's head this morning. Hallelujah. Where others see just a little shepherd boy, where others see just a little wimp, God sees a king. Where Satan sees, oh, look at him. Look at him. God sees a bride without spot or wrinkle. Mm. And here, you, how many know the story about Buddy Robinson? Okay, I'll give you the story. <laughs> he wanted the Holy Ghost. How many want the Holy Ghost this morning? Don't, don't lift your hands if you don't want it. It's not for me. Just for, for God. Well, I received about You can have a refilling. So I said, I want more of you, Lord. So, Buddy Robinson, he wanted the Holy, uh, the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad, I didn't know what to do. He said, I was plowing corn one morning with old Alec. Alec was his mule. Alec kept stepping on the corn and I got mad at him. Run over there and bit him in the ear as hard as I could. Just to show the character of Buddy Robinson. (laughs) And he kicked at me. Well, what would you expect? (laughs) And I went over and sat down. I looked at him and he was standing there said, I bit old Alec as hard as I could. Said, I looked over at him and said, Alec, I'm sorry. I don't want to do it no more. Alec looked around and said, you don't get more religion than what you got now. You treat me that way again. This old mule had common sense. He knew he needed to be born again. (laughs) 
Alec looked around and said, you'll get more religion than that, what you got now. You treat me the way again. My, my, that's right. He said, I got down in the corner row and said, good Lord, give me lots of knowledge in the gable end of my soul. Help me fight the devil as long as I got a tooth in my mouth. So Satan can give you enough. I still got plenty left. So we can lose a battle where we... Our Lord has never lost any battle. So as long as we try ourselves, but when we surrender to God, that makes a whole difference in the battle. We've heard the examples. So, oh Lord, he said, Amen, the devil, as long as I got a tooth in my mouth, I'll fight him. Then come until I die. He said, Lord, if you don't give me the Holy Ghost, when you come back to earth, you're going to find a pile of bones laying right here. And he got it. So what is your desperation? Just have a service? Just have a camp? Hey, last year there was no camp. Will there be another camp? I don't know. Brother Tom doesn't know. So you take your opportunity this morning. And let's not put it on tomorrow, tonight. Now is your time. Choose ye. And now. Who you want to serve. And be as desperate as that Buddy Robinson. Lord, I'm desperate. Jacob, Jacob had to fight. And I won't let you go until you bless me. So, still talking about Buddy Robinson, you can say, Brother Branham, he links that when he tells a story. He says, Brother Branham, you, you can say to me, Brother Branham, I hardly got a very much education. I'm too small. The preacher will turn me down. Let's just go back to the story. It ain't the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight that's in the dog. <laughs> Now, what does my Bible tell me? That greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Believe me, there's quite a fight in there. Overcoming power. And that's the kind of witnesses I want to be. Courage. God likes us to be courageous. He told Joshua before crossing over. He said, be thou very courageous. For the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Oh, you can say, well... If God would tell me that like Joshua, I would have courage too. What an excuse. I'm just giving the answer what Brother Branham says. He has told every believer the same thing. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. I'll never leave you, nor forsake thee. Courageous. Let's go take the promise. Let's be a real witness. And remember, Brother Michael was talking about witnesses a few weeks ago. Remember? Who wants to be a real witness? I'm a soldier in the Lord's army. I'm a son of God. I will confess my weakness. I will confess I need more of God. Amen. But I will confess my faith in God that He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. God can't use a coward. Cowards die 10,000 deaths. Where a hero never dies. God don't want a coward. 
Somebody afraid to take him at his word. He wants somebody that will take his word and stand upon the word. Don't be wishy-washy. Boneless, helpless, spineless as worms. And he says, I think of old Buddy Robinson. But if we ever get that sincere. You hear me young people? If we ever get that sincere. Something is going to happen. So if you're in camp. There's one thing I would like to encourage. Is to be sincere as ever. We're not playing games here. God didn't organize this meeting just to have a meeting. I know God opened opened a way for me to come here, which was a miracle. Not, I'm nothing special. I'm nobody. But that shows me, oh, I can rejoice that God has great plans for us. That God has, amen, oh, something in store. And whatever God has in store for His people is what? Is glorious. Is marvelous. Is, is miraculous. So you have been chosen and anointed for such a time as this. God just... Oh, I'm chosen, brother David. Yeah, but what does that do? He doesn't just choose you. He gives him a special anointing. Through the ages, we can see the horse riders. Amen. But now, when we see all the, the different... We know it's the Antichrist spirit. And now we see them condensing one. the pay, and, and oh, yes, we can see all the powers of hell against you but God sends an eagle anointing an eagle anointing you know why because I'm flying out of here that's the word that God sends us to prepare us where the law of gravitations any kind of law will have no impact on us that's the kind of anointing I want and not another I don't want anointing of a man I don't want anointing of an organization of a ch- I want God's anointing Amen, amen, amen. Glory. So here is something to console us. Oh, it's been hard a year and a year and a half or I don't know how long. Here's something to console us. Here's something that encourages. Out of weakness and humility, God chooses the people to build His kingdom out of. If we ever get to heaven, if we ever stand in the presence of God with His church, we'll stand in a bunch of people that's been weak and rejected and cast out by the world and know-it-nothings. Not know-it-alls. Know-it-nothings. Isn't it strange that God likes us to sheep? Sheep is the most helpless thing there is. There's nothing so insufficient of defense than a sheep. A rabbit can run. A squirrel can get in a tree. A dog can bite. A lion can tear. A horse can kick. A bird can fly. A sheep stands helpless. That's the way God wants us. Realize that we are totally insufficient. And God takes that person. And begins to mold himself into that person. Make his hands do what God would have hands to do. Make his lips speak what God's lips would speak. Because they're not his. They're God's. And he begins to build a character. Begins to take weakness and make his own self. That is my desire. Make me more like thee, O Jesus. Jesus showed how it's done. Forty days of temptation. He was tempted above any man. Ever could be tempted. 
He showed us how it's done. How did he do it? Good question. By the word. By the word. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you're back to word again. The word of promise. What is the word of promise to every Christian? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Then how do I overcome? It's not me, but the word that is in me. The word is God. Then I overcome the things of the world. Because it's the word in me. And you're coming to the top as sure as anything. You have to come to the top. And that's where we are now. One glad morning. I'm going to fly. When the headstone comes down. He will pay, take, take up that body. And we'll go spend eternity. So choose this morning. Are you still okay? A few more moments. Oh, now listen. He says in the Patmos vision, I was going to choke it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I like it. When the prophet says something, I, I, I want to I get what he wants to say. A man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Amen. Mark 11 says, whatsoever things you say and don't doubt in your heart, it will come to pass. You can have what you said. What happens when two omnipotents meet? God and man comes together through omnipotence. Something's got to shake. Whatsoever you'd say, amen, with that creative power of omnipotence of God, knowing that He's promised it and He said it in His Word, it creates a power that goes out yonder and brings it to pass. So you think anything is too hard for you this morning? Or for camp here? You don't know my God. Amen. It brings out yonder things to pass. Things that is not. It makes them as though they are. Because two omnipotents have met. So he says, man is omnipotent. So I came here. To be blessed. He came here. To bless me. So when two omnipotents meet. The miraculous has to take place. And that's what I'm expecting. For these meetings. And nothing less. Because my God is still God. Amen. So let's look. Come back now to some examples in the Bible. If that is okay. Some advice. From heroes. That went before us. Moses, he would tell us this morning, just speak the word and go forward. Don't cry and speak the word. God always backs up faith-inspired spoken word. Advice from Joshua. Brother, sister, shout, shout like you've never shouted before. The angel of the Lord will sit on those walls and they will come trembling down. No matter what walls are around you. Shout. Give glory to God. <laughs> Advice from Gideon. I have a few heroes. Brother Tom said I can take my time. So, <laughs> Gideon said when they were there and they cried the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon would say us shout the sword of the Lord. And Gideon, 
And the battle cry would be, our God is mighty in battle. <laughs> the shout of the king is still in the camp. Mm. God is here. Shamgar would say, oh, just make sure the ox goat is the last thing the enemy sees before he dies. The last thing Satan will see is the invincible army destroying Satan's kingdom. That's why I'm saying I'm seeing an army in front of me. It's time we realize who we are. And that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen, amen, Samson. Advice from Samson. Just check your covenant. Lift up your eyes. Amen, our redemption draws nigh. Hallelujah. Amen, King David. You want some advice from King David? I say amen. He would say, I didn't start with Goliath. My first pull was a lion. Second pull a bear. Third pull was Goliath. I spoke the word according to the revelation of my faith. And the spoken word is the original seed. Amen. And after my third pull experience, they crowned me king. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, I'm rejoicing here. Hallelujah. I played a part in type, but now it's being enfolded in the bride. The third pole wasn't just for Brother Branham. Amen. Greater than this shall you do. Amen, amen, amen. For the sisters. Oh, you only took brothers. No, no. From Esther. And I'm coming back to her. Amen, amen. I absolutely needed an audience with the king. I put my life in jeopardy. Eternal life is living for others. Don't forget. I realized that I am the one, the chosen, the game changer. Your decision, brothers and sisters. Your choice. Jacob, he would say, you need to meet that person that I wrestled with. These are advice from heroes. God calls them heroes. So I'll take any advice from a hero. (laughs) Advice from Brother Branham. I was caught up in that constellation of seven angels who came from eternity. From that time the Bible became a new book to me. God introduced me to the third pole. If you say. That's the concept. If you say. To your mountain. (laughs) Boo Satan. Satan tries to oppress us. Satan tries to boast. So we are afraid to speak. Amen. The word of God tells us. Amen. When the weakest of the saints. The weakest. Goes on his knees to pray. All hell is trembling. So come on now. Hell is trembling this morning. (laughs) Brother, speak the word and go forward. He would say, Brother David, just remind the bride. Never forget that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen, amen, amen. 
Noah, he preached 120 years. Amen. The same message. Go prepare an ark. Amen. The Bible says in Corinthians, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Now the Lord told Noah, he said, I will bring rain, but you bring the animals. What? We don't reason the word of God. When God says something, we say amen and we do. (laughs) You know how Noah did? I'm sure you all know. (laughs) Brother Bram says, after a while God said, I've had enough enough of their cheering now. I've had enough of their insults. I'm going to bring it. Take the animals now. Go up there. You know that quote? It's in the conflict between God and Satan. 62. He says, take the animals now. Go up there and holler hallelujah about five times. And the birds will come flying. All the lions, everything else will come two by two. Holler, praise the Lord about four or five times. And there they will come. Amen. So there's something about praise. There's something about worship. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. Amen. If Noah could scream hallelujah five times. And a lion heard hallelujah. It's my time to go. Amen. What about the bride? Saying amen to the word. Let it be so according to thy word. The problem is me. I don't want to scream hallelujah. I'm afraid to say amen too loud. You won't bother me. You won't scare me. Try me. Try me. Can the sister say hallelujah? Okay, now the brothers. Oh, sisters, you can do better than that. (laughs) Just to give you an example. When the word is being preached, you can say it out loud. I don't care who sits next to me. I don't care. Amen. I want to meet my Savior. I want to be blessed. And I want to scream hallelujah from the top of my lungs. Glory. Hallelujah. I'll nail it down in a few minutes. And you'll... (laughs) We have received an open book, brothers and sisters. We have received an open book. The mysteries have been revealed. We have a perfect word. What for? To have a perfect faith. Amen. The situations don't change the word of God. COVID doesn't change the plan of God. (laughs) Satan can do what he wants. He cannot change my election. He cannot change, amen, the choosing that God did by predestination, by foreknowledge. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. He chose me. He anointed me to conquer. Therefore, he says, faith has got muscles. You know, the Bible speaks. You know that verse in Matthew 16. 
When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, who asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But who? Here's this group again. Whom say ye that I am? That's your question this morning. Who do you say that I am? Amen. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art a Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonas, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I also say unto thee. That's me. Come on, it's, it's about time we take our identification. We know in who we, in who we believe. <laughs> That thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, if we look at the word church, the Greek lexicon uses the word ecclesia. Listen what that is. A gathering of citizens called out of their homes into some public place on an assembly. I'm not done yet. An assembly of Christians gathered for worship. Woo! Those who anywhere in a city, in a village, constitute such a company and are united in one body. The whole body of Christians all over the world. So it doesn't say stay home. Now we thank God because, you know, the spirit of division, COVID. We had technology that allowed us to, yes, to be gathered But let's not take that as an excuse. The church is a gathering of believers worshiping his name. (laughs) Oh, Satan is on the run. Now let's look to the word prevail. Katishu. Sorry, my pronunciation. I don't know Greek, but I'll say it anyway. That means to be strong to another's detriment, to be superior in strength, to overpower and to overcome. And now the prophet says, you're always pointing how wicked the world is getting, but you fail to say, you fail to see how powerful the church is getting. At the same time, she is rising up, standing on the field. She's a little flock, but brother, God is with her and she's going to triumph. Have you ever heard a triumph and there was silence? Joshua got the revelation. He heard the word. He said, triumph. The walls were still there. (laughs) So I want to hear a shout of triumph in the Lord's army. That's what camp is all about. Not about emotion, but a reality. Amen. The reality of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Listen. She's going to triumph. Just as certain as Christ rose from the dead. God's church shall never fail. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What I get out of this verse is first. Hell will be against you. Don't be surprised. Poor me. I got a battle. I got this. I got that. No, not poor me. Read the rest of the verse. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. 
of the living God. Amen. He continued. He says, Amen. Showed that they would be against it, but they cannot prevail. The church is going to triumph through the blood of Jesus Christ with a victory march. Oh, hallelujah. I'm on my way to Canaan's land. You don't know that song? Okay, come on. Well, where's my backup? The general can move forward, but the army has to follow. I'm okay to walk on the front line. You know, in the world, the armies, the generals are in the back. But with the Lord's army, we are not afraid. We go to battle. And we hold the word before us, knowing that God never fails. God is still the same God this morning. Amen, amen, amen. Victory march. I'm positive of this one thing. That God will have a church without spot or wrinkle or blemish. And I'm so happy about that. Amen, amen, amen. It shows another quote. And I have many others. I want to nail it down. That's why. It showed the gates of hell would would be against it, but it could not prevail. Don't try to stop this revival. You're not. You're only putting your hand in God's word. All the tools that is formed against God will come to naught, because Jesus said, "All the hell, all the gates of hell can't prevail against it." And the day is here, He says. So the church of the living God, hear me, he says, is built not upon the experience of a seminary or upon a bunch of men's creed. You have to listen to me. You have to listen. I'm the only one to interpret the word. I have the revelation. I am the one that Brother Branham called. And hey, that comes right out of hell. Because that's an antichrist spirit. What is the Antichrist spirit? It wants to take the place of Christ. Christ, he, diver- he deserves the first place in your life. In all things. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not built upon an experience of a seminary, a bunch of men's creed. It's built upon the spiritual revelation of God's word. Amen. The spiritual revealed truth of God's word coming from God out of heaven to every heart. That's why we can be so happy to have a message from God. Not from a man, from God. Hallelujah. So it won't prevail against it. That's, that, one's, that makes me want to shout hallelujah. Because if God said so, are you hearing me? If God said so, that all hell will be against you, amen, darkness may cover the earth. (laughs) But upon you, little bride, His glory shall be seen. So all hell is maybe against, but it won't prevail. Because God said so, and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So glory be to God. He that is in is you is Christ. And if Christ is in you, the works of Christ will you do. If Christ lives in you, Christ is the word. Amen. The works of Christ will be done through you. The life of Christ will be lived through you. The works he did, the life he lived, and everything. And he gives the example of Shakespeare, Beethoven, and so on. But if you're living the life of Christ, if Christ is in you, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. 
And if your doubts and frustrations about God's promises in you, then Christ isn't there. See, you're only worked up. But if the life, if Christ is living in you, His word, He will recognize, and His promise, He will do. I I love that word. Because the word of God is not a, a maybe so. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's thus saith the Lord. And if you say to this mountain, be moved and don't doubt in your heart. But believe what you say will come to pass. You can have what you say. And the church says, hey, this talks about you. You can have what you want. If you speak to your mountain and believe that God will answer. So if you confess, he's the high priest that still can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. And he intercedes upon our confession. Not Brother Davis. I have to confess for me. You have to confess for you. Amen, 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 amen. Same Christ living in you. He lives in us. Then the works he will do. Christ is the word and the promise of the word brings healing to you. Every redemptive blessing. And we know that the bride, amen. Brother Branham says in the last day there is again another people in the land. Who under their messenger will be the final voice to the final age. That's talking about me. You know why I can rejoice? (laughs) That means the devil doesn't have the final voice. Doesn't have the final say. Come on little bride. It's not he that dictates my life. It's what I confess upon the word of God. And Satan has to flee. Hallelujah. So don't forget who you are. You are a born again son and daughter of God. The prophet says co-equal with Jesus Christ in his presence. That's what makes the devil angry. Is let the church of God realize who they are. And I wonder if we. If God would ever take this gospel and shake you to a place. I pray that you are shook this morning. Shake you to a place till you'd realize who you are. And the rights that you have. The God-given privileges. The God-given privileges. What God gives, He He doesn't say, I'll give you one day and not the next day. He gives freely. Freely forever. Brother Wayne, he... Brother Wayne, he mentioned something about how sometimes we do things that seems crazy. and You remember that? Continue to preach with me. Okay. I know it's hot in here, but... Brother Branham says in the Queen of Sheba, Sometimes we do things that we do not understand our own doings if we are led by the Spirit of God. Now let me... Let, let me give you a little testimony. In our church, we have a brother. And when he told me the testimony after, he was, you know, like going through a time where, I don't know, it seems like I can do nothing for God. And and Lord, what can I do for you? And, you know, sometimes we feel like that. Lord, 
And here he goes walking, just taking his dog out in, in, in the woods. And all of a sudden, a voice tells him, turn right. You go up there and turn right. Hey, this is here now, huh? reality. You go there, turn left. Doesn't even realize what is happening. So all of a sudden, I think I told you, Brother Tom, on the phone. All of a sudden, he goes and then he finds himself in front of a house. He remembers, hey, there lives a backslidden sister. At the same time that he reaches the house, the sister opens the door, comes out of her house. You want to talk about coincidence? <laughs> Let me talk to you about perfection of God. So at that moment, she opens the door and here they stand face to face. He didn't even know what was happening. So he just said, God bless you, sister. How are you doing? The first thing the sister said, are you still going to church? What a weird thing to say, you might say. They started talking. He just gave testimonies, what God has been doing. And something stirred her heart. He came on the scene. It was during the COVID. And we couldn't gather at that time. But even then, she never missed a service. From that moment on, amen, she came back. Because somebody did something strange, maybe. But the Holy Ghost could do the vessel. Hallelujah. So fear, don't be... Fear not. Don't stress. Don't panic. The sister was backslidden for more than 30 years. She's back in church. Believe me. Her attitude. Oh my. Her attitude. She's so on fire for God. Even before she enters the sanctuary. She's weeping. She's amen. Because she knows. God came on her way. And God wants to come on your way during these meetings. So don't think something strange is being said. God wants to meet you here. So maybe I'm acting strange for you. But God is seeking. Amen. Who wants to choose this morning? Who wants to surrender to God? And who wants to speak to the mountain? Glory. Amen. Many, many men. Brother Brenham, he speaks about man so filled with the devil that it would take several men to hold him down. And he says, and then if Satan can put that kind of a power on a man fully surrendered to him, how much more power can the Holy Spirit put on a man that surrendered to him to make a person in a wheelchair rise and walk to make the shadows of a man dying with cancer or a cop to jump up to his feet screaming under the power of the Holy Ghost. So I might be losing my voice, but I don't care. It's about time you start losing your voice. That's not what brother David requires. That's what God wants. Amen. God wants true worshipers. That worship in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Amen. He continues to say in that same quote. <laughs> screaming under the power of God. Because I like that part. For how much stronger is God than the devil? 
how much stronger is God than... That's why the gates of hell will not prevail against the royal seed of Abraham. Do you hear me this morning? Amen. Not just in camp or wherever this may go. Amen. The gates of hell will not prevail against you. Don't let the devil come and take the glory of God out of the church. Hmm. If you get God in your camp, then you'll hear the shout again in the camp of the king. Oh, hallelujah. So don't be afraid to shout. I'll give you a few examples. I'll I'll try to wind up here. So be patient with me. Thank you, brother. (laughs) We all know the story. How Esther, we, we quoted her before. How it was a time for her. The Bible said, for such a time as this. So if it be so. And yeah, God chose me, chose us for such a time as this. God doesn't do in error business. He's in perfection. He's in all things well. So here is Esther in the story and... And I'm not going to, just for the sake of time, but we, we know what she's been through. And how that Haman, he was one of Israel's uh, ministers, the prime ministers. And Haman, he, he was a Jew hater. We know by the prophet that there's the royal seed and there's serpent seed. So, and they've been fighting all from the beginning how, amen, there's Christ, the Holy Spirit, and there's an antichrist spirit. And just like I said, Brother Brown said, Satan would love to get the glory out of the church. And that's why when you start confessing, oh, I cannot make it and poor me. Brother Brown says, you're talking Satan's language. Who wants to talk Satan's language here? Good. I'm glad nobody raises his hand. (laughs) But who wants to talk God's language? Well, that's up to you now. You raise your hand. So it's up to you to talk to your mountain. It's up to you to confess the word. Amen. So we see here. Amen. This uh, uh, antichrist spirit or serpent seed. And you can name it. Haman wanted to destroy. He was a descendant of the nation of Amalek. Amalekites. Amen. So here we go. Esther. She has a burden. And the different feasts go on. and, And finally she gets the audience with the king. Knowing that I can risk my life. That's how sincere are you this morning? How sincere are you for camp? But the king that is rich in mercy. Ask what you will. Even if it's half of my kingdom. Just ask. Because you have found favor. I have chosen you. (laughs) So here... Haman has his plans. Satan has his plans. Decrees are written to destroy all the Jews. Amen, amen. And we know that once a king decrees something, it cannot be rescinded. In other terms, it cannot be deleted. So Satan says, great, 
the decree is signed. We're going to destroy the people of God. (laughs) But the king gave permission to Esther. Another decree was written. Amen. To counter uh, counter Haman's decree. And they had the permission to defend themselves against the enemy. And now on the 13th of the month of Adar. That's March. The Jews throughout the whole empire. They mobilized and killed the enemies. Who were against them. In Shusham. Because Esther she went and asked for an additional day. So don't come and tell me. Well the Lord gave me one blessing and that's it. (laughs) The bride can ask. And she will receive. So here Esther gets another. Day to kill giants, spirits. Now, even up to today, it is established that they have a holiday to commemorate this feast, which is called Purim. Purim. How do you pronounce that? Purim? And it's the most joyous, happiest feast there is come on can I see your smiles maybe you've never heard the story (laughs) I'm rejoicing because it's the most joyous happiest feast there is and during that feast you know what they do just to remember how the enemy got killed (laughs) why can't you go back to Miriam when the oh lord when she saw the army going down, she couldn't withhold the praise. Amen. So sisters, don't give me that. She took a tambourine and started worshiping. Amen. So during the Purim feast, you know what they do? <laughs> Even up to today, they write the name of Haman on their shoes. I almost told Brother Tom, I'm going to write something down here, you know. So they write the name Haman under the foot soles. Now when I think of feet, it says wherever you feet, oh it is yours. So wherever, even if it's an inch, if it's a millimeter, it's no matter. But whatever it is, you move forward. God gives it to you. And when they hear the name Haman, amen, you can say Satan. You can name it temptation. You can name it. Whenever that name is being said, they want to erase that name. So, amen. I saw Brother Tom. Oh, hallelujah. Brother Tom, last night, what did he say? I'm going to the back. I want to make sure everybody gets this. Is that okay for the sound? So, everybody, you raise your feet. Come on, do it now. You know, right, right, left, I don't care. And you put Satan under your feet. Amen. I'm just giving that example. But that's not nothing but the pure word of God. Amen. Whatever your trouble is, speak to your mountain. You say, Satan, you're under my feet. Amen. And even if I'm the little toe in my foot, in the body of Christ, he's still under my feet. He's defeated because the great conqueror, Jesus Christ, gave me his victory. But it's about time 
Amen, young people. Amen, brothers, sisters. The army of the Lord is in the triumph march. Amen. Starts taking God at his word and saying, this is mine. I I claim my beloved. I claim the backslider. I claim my family. I claim my healing. I claim the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's up to you. Amen. It's up to each and every individual. You might think, why are you excited? Well, why am I excited? If you don't know up to now why I'm excited, listen to the tape again. Why am I excited? Because Satan is but a bluff. Brother Shaw, I don't know if he's listening. Okay, good. Maybe he's translating, so it will be easy for him. So all those, the locals, they know Satan is but a bluff, says, thus say the prophet. And I, I love his example. If you have a bluff, a scarecrow, a giant in front of you, <laughs> go on, shoot. You know, he has nothing. Go on. So that's why God sent us a prophet to reveal all the mysteries, to show us who we are, to show what God has given us already. So he's but a bluff. But now I'm talking about the bride. What does the prophet says? I'm not made out of the stuff, that bluff. I'm made of that stuff because he chose me. He elected me. He predestinated me. He anointed me. And I can quote to the word of God that never faileth. The world will pass away. Everything will pass. But the word of God remains forever. So that's the final voice. The final voice. The bride won't say anything different than what God has already said. But it's about time. You start saying it. Oh, but brother David, I had trouble in my life. And yeah, one time I tried. Try him again. Try him again. Be like Esther. Be sincere. Come to the king with all sincerity. Ask and you shall receive. I'm sick and tired of seeing young people. Amen. Hearing the word. And they're that close. That close. I want to see each and every one of you here in this camp have a victory march. Have a shout of triumph. Because I tell you, that's the say of the Lord. The shout of the king is in the camp. Not the shout of Brother David. The shout of the king. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, glory. Give him praise. Amen. Flies. I'm going to give you a few more. You know, people are against worship. You know why? This is a, a lukewarm age. And this spirit of Laodicea comes in the message. You shouldn't scream too loud, Brother David. I might deal with that tomorrow, but... 
And this spirit comes, tries. You receive the Holy Ghost. There's no emotion. Okay? That can happen. But don't stop me from giving glory to God. I'll deal with that tomorrow. But now listen. Lord willing. Questions and answers. Brother, I said before the foundation of the world, our names. When the Lamb was slain, our names were put in the book. In God's own mind, He foresaw us and predestinated us by His foreknowledge. Before the foundation of the world. Oh, brother, if that wouldn't make the church get up and run through the aisles. Woo! What do you do with that? Come on, I'm asking you young people. I know, I, I know the, the servants of the Lord, they're behind me. So if I start running, they'll run with me. But what about you now? That's the say of the prophet. <laughs> oh, think of it. Who, you who are born again before the foundation of the world. God put your name on the Lamb's book of life. Christ died and sent the Holy Ghost here to call you to eternal life. Woo! COVID or no COVID. Boo devil. That's, oh yes, brother Ron, I hope he hears it loud. Boo devil. So no matter what you've been struggling with, now is your time to speak to your mountain and say, boo devil. You're under my feet. And you're going to be erased. You're going to be defeated. I'm on my triumph, my victory march. Mm. Now that's for me. If you think I'm crazy. I guess it's appropriate for a minister to worship God from the pulpit. (laughs) With thanksgiving and praise and honor and might. Oh, how real, how it just thrills my soul. Till I feel like I could scream and run and jump as high as I could jump. Because there is something within me that changed me from what I was. Glory! Something has changed me. Why? Because I'm better? No. Because I, by grace, have been chosen. I've been chosen and anointed to conquer to be victorious in this age of Laodicea. Amen. Even though this age of Laodicea is going on, I'm in the bright age, which is in the same part because when Laodicea ends, we're gone. I'll leave the rest for you, Brother Wayne. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, don't you love Him? Let me... Wind up here. I don't want to take too much time. Brother Branham says, maybe if we can stand. You know, I have so many more atomic bombs. And I'll keep them for tomorrow. (laughs) You know what? This morning... There's a bride rising. There's an army on the earth. There's some young people, young brothers, young sisters, taking God at His word. 
and they're putting Satan under their feet. So mayday, mayday. Oh, but I'm saying, I am a son of God. Here stand sons and daughters of God, claiming God's given privileges, rights. Do you know what a right is? Oh, man. Oh, hallelujah. I could continue until tomorrow. No, no, no. <laughs> Those rights are for you. But unless you use it. I know where I'm in the States where it's a country. Everything is by right, you know. We have to make sure we don't ride, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a manual. That you don't put your cat in the microwave because you can sue them. Because I have the right that we didn't sue. I mean, I know that sounds silly. And that sounds crazy. Not how the world is governed today. Amen. But when I hear that God has given me rights. Oh yes. I want to speak to my mountain and say. God gave me this right. And you're nothing but a bluff. So get thee behind me Satan. I'm anointed. I'm chosen. To conquer. To conquer. Not for defeat. To be victorious. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jody Carter. Mm. Rise up and walk. How silly it may seem. No matter what your problem is. Rise up and walk. Start praising God. Start worshiping Lord. Amen. Thanking Him. Amen. If you don't know why or you forgot, think about the example I gave. Start putting it down. Amen. And start. Oh, giving glory to God. Amen. I'm on my way. Amen. To glory. Brother David, is it excitement? It's the Holy Ghost and fire. That is keeping me alive. Oh, it's keeping me alive. And it's keeping you alive. Amen. 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 Maybe you can play that. Is that okay? Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Just play and I'll finish up. But hallelujah. Brother Branham says, that's for all of us now. The oneness of unity. I now challenge the devil to a debate. Satan, you are aware that you are whipped. You have no legal rights. Jesus Christ, my Lord, stripped you of every authority you had when he died at Calvary to take away sin and sickness. Have faith in God. For if ye shall say, ye shall say to this mountain, be moved. And don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you have said is coming to pass. You can have what you said. Satan. That's how personal you have to make it. Satan. You know the scripture on that. He knows the word. He knows the rights you have. So if you can move forward with faith in God's word, Satan has to flee. Ask little bride. Ask what you will. Speak to your mountain. Hallelujah. You know the scriptures on that. And I've just taught his people that God is in them. Greater is he that is in you that is in this world. And if God is in them and they speak to that disease and say, be away from me. 
and don't doubt in their heart. Right then that disease has to move. I gave that testimony from brother in our church. Just to make it real. The message is something real. The word of God is real. It's not only for brother Branham. It's not only for brother Tom or for brother Wayne or for Michael, brother Murphy. It's for each and every one of you. To be the final voice for this final age. And to be on this triumph march. Hallelujah. Right then that disease has to move. For Christ said so. Listen now. For it's not them that speaks. Hallelujah. It's the Father that dwells in them that is speaking. He's looking for surrendered vessels. That he can use. And you won't say... Anything contrary to the word. Because God only speaks his word. And if you have faith in his word. Satan has to flee. Do you believe that? My prayer is that this message. And any other message that may come. But that you start acting upon the word. Not for brother David. Not for brother Tom. Not for brother Wayne. Not for. It's for you. Wherever you are, back in church, back at Brother Sam's, back at home, wherever, start acting upon the Word of God. Because when the bride knows, that's why we preach this wonderful message. Not our message, His message for the bride. When she knows who she is, that she can do the greater works, that she is an invincible army. Maybe you don't look to yourself as an invincible army, but that's what God calls me. God calls you an invincible army. Oh, I don't feel like an invincible. Don't you worry. If He's in you, Oh, he's invincible. And he chose you. He anointed you for such a time as this to conquer. So speak to your mountain this morning. All through camp. Brother Tom or Brother Michael said last night, come under expectation. I told the church one time, said what are you here for this morning what a question but what are you here for this morning do you come to attend church do you just come to camp oh I heard brother Wayne was going to preach hallelujah that's good I have nothing against that he's a mighty preacher yes he is but I come here to meet God I am determined How many can say, I am determined to leave this place transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit?
That's what camp is about. And don't forget, we don't know what tomorrow holds. You've experienced it. You've seen it with COVID. But today is your day. Now is your time. Now is your time. David could have said, well, Goliath, I'll come back next week. Maybe you'll be a little smaller or maybe you'll boast a little less. No, no, no. Now was his time. And now is your time. So speak to your mouth. There's a song that I asked Brother Ryan to sing. Which is, oh, I love it. I think they will put the words on. The title is Speak to the Mountain. So while Brother Ryan sings, maybe you don't know it. But when you read the words, claim it for you. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And be not afraid. Brother David, Brother Tom, yesterday and Brother David today gave a little example of why I should put Satan under my feet. Start doing that. Start doing it. No matter how you feel, you, we, don't, we don't move by reasoning. We move, we act by faith. So may God bless you. May God bless you mightily. That's my deepest desire. Because I love you. Maybe you don't know me, but I love you with all my heart. And I won't leave anyone. Those brothers here, we don't want to leave anyone behind. So maybe you are here, well, all is well. Hey, maybe you have a friend that's backslidden. Maybe you have a member in the family that is lost. Maybe there's somebody that you know that is struggling with temptation, with drugs, with alcohol, with cigarettes, whatever you know. But you're a soldier in the Lord's army. What army is that? An invincible army. So it's up to you to act now. The word's been spoken. And speak to your mountain. God bless you. But Ryan, hallelujah.
greater. Hallelujah. But you speak to your mountain. Hey, man, can we sing that song? Brother Tom comes forward. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. And I love that part where we sing Hosanna, Hosanna. Because it made me think when Jesus came in, there was a people that was worshiping, singing Hosanna, Hosanna. The same Antichrist spirit was there. Oh, they're too noisy. But if they don't praise me, these stones will cry out. But I will praise Him with all that is within me. I will thank Him for all His redemptive blessings that He has given me. But it's up to you to start claiming them one So let us sing that song. Oh, let the weak say I am strong.
I can't imagine being those on the on the road we're laying the palm leaves down and singing Hosanna, Hosanna. And you know, many of them are singing crucify not too many days later. But Lord, I want to be the one that was saying Hosanna then and Hosanna now. Amen. Say Hosanna, they didn't even know what he did. They were saying, Hosanna, they were recognizing something. Maybe caught up in the crowd. Maybe you're caught up in a camp service. No, don't be caught up. Be one who can say, no, he died for me. And he rose again. And I'm saying, Hosanna to the Lamb. Hosanna to the one that says, I can speak to my mountain. My goodness, that was incredible, Brother David. My, I love it. So what's holding you back? What's holding you back? from getting your shoe off and taking some sharpie and start writing it down baby take that take take that visual and say you know what there's something i gotta put on my spiritual chew and throw it on the bottom and write a sharpie down so that everywhere i go i'm remembering what i put down today not tomorrow write it today and it's gonna start remembering say oh right mark the calendar brother Dwayne, because that's where i put it down on camp on whatever august 12th or 13th it is i put it down I marked it, and I'm stomping it. I said, what's holding you back? What? You answer the question. Because we've had camp, 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 camp. And you say, oh, I'm still struggling. What is it? What is it? Isolate it and say, it's right there. This is what it is. My desire for this or my pride for that. Or what is it? My, my passion or desire because I, 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 can't, I can't stop myself from playing these games. Really? Is it some Xbox game system that's holding you back from eternal life? Is it some sports activity that I just can't get myself out of? Is it some, some desire for makeup and trying to image myself to the things of the world? Is that what's holding you back? Isolate it tonight this morning and write it down and then it's done and then you must every day walk on it every day you walk on it and it's behind you you can't leave a service like this you just can't please don't do it and walk out of here the same Lord help you help all of us to not take the opportunity of the now of the now amen brother, brother David we're just talking about Esther you know she had to test out there a little bit of who she was she was like if I perish I perish she expected to die because that was what the decree was so she had to walk up there and expecting potentially death she was willing to do that and so she walked up and the scepter was extended to her. And she tested that out. But then after that, she requested a game. She, there was no more death. There was no more uncertainty. It was all there. She knew it. Whatever I ask, up to half his kingdom, it's mine. I tell you tonight, there's no uncertainty. Don't be timid. Be like, oh, I don't know if he's gonna, if he's gonna give my answer to my need. It's gone. There's all certainty. Speak to the mountain. Speak to it. You start speaking it because he will give it to you. It's no death. The scepter has been extended. Amen. It's extended this morning. Take it and write Haman on the bottom. I love that. Oh, I love that. Write Haman on the bottom. Pick your Haman and write it on the bottom. And don't walk out of that little opening right there 
or that opening right there without a written, without you saying, Lord, today. We just don't do camp to do camp. <laughs> Sorry, done too many of them. They're, they're tiring. I don't do it to get tired. I do it because, God, there's souls that need saving. Brother David and Brother Wayne, don't just come here just to preach to get excited and run around. You should have run. You had two people. All right, I got one. Shoot. I'm running. Amen. Glory. Yes, sir, Brother David. We're running. We're running. Glory. Amen. And I'm running with you. I'm running with you. Amen. Why? Because a pastor, not too many years ago, Brother Jonathan, you sent me that clip. You sent me the clip. The pastor says, and I'm running, and I'm still running. And I said, Lord, let us still run. I'm running. You pick up the baton and run with it. That's what you're called to do, Preston, to run and finish, conquer, cross the finish line. Not to run and stumble and fall. If you did, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to put you on my shoulder and we're going across. Let us run. Amen. You're just excited. I am excited. Because it's worth being excited about. My goodness, go to your ball game. And I know you shouted. I've been in hockey games. And they scored. Woo! I've done it. I've done it. Don't be a hockey game and come to the church of the living God. And not be able to go, woo! I love it! He scored! A soul was saved! Woo! Uh-huh, football maybe, Sorry. I'm sorry, touchdown. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I know you're like, well, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, you've been fed this morning. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> Spiritually. <laughs> All those things are secondary. Amen. I want to sing maybe before we go, we've been made more than conquerors. My that song just popped into my mind right at the gates. But her David was speaking. Can you bring the verse up? The verse? Right. When trouble comes knocking. Because it will. But don't be afraid. Because it's not like before. It's not like yesterday. It's not like last camp. It's not like last month. Because today, you spoke to it. Today, you took him by faith and said, it's over. I, this is my moment. And so now today and here, henceforth, when trouble comes knocking, it don't matter. Because I'm more than a conqueror. You sing it like that. Don't give in. Don't let it bring you down. Don't let it bring you down. Don't be another year from now. And you've left your shoe in the closet. And you've forgotten all about it. Wear it daily. And keep it stomped. Let's sing this as we come to a close. Amen. You sing it and help me out. When trouble. Oh it comes
that is your confession. Not just a song song at the end of a service. But you'll walk out. Because there's many, many around you that have done just that. And are walking in that conquerors in this life. Wow, brother David was just animated because he's been a conqueror. Been made more than a conqueror. And that's not just for brother David. It's not just for your parents. It's for every one of you. Here, on that screen, somewhere at home. You know, we talked about Rebecca. And she was committed. She had to make a really clear cut decision. So clear cut. But it wasn't her mommy's decision. It wasn't her daddy's decision. It was her decision. You ain't living on mommy and daddy's decision. You have to make your own clear cut. I will go. Today. Amen. Amen. I will go. A purpose decision, as Brother David spoke about. Don't leave without making that. He said, God's just tugging a little bit. There's just a little desire. I will go today. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in just two services we've had, you have so blessed us. You have so, Lord, given us so much word, so much food in due season. Fresh manna, Lord, as we even spoke a few services ago. Entrance, Lord, to come into the holiest of holies and take a spoonful of fresh original manna. Lord, that is what you've done Thursday night and Friday morning. Fresh original word. Lord, not some man-made thought, not some interpreted ideas we heard Thursday night, but Lord, your word for this day, a restored word that you could bring to a people so they could stand here and speak the original words you say to this mountain. You say, Lord, that was the words you told us. We are indeed the ye people. Lord, if we can just walk out of here and just take that into our heart. I am the ye. I am the chosen. I am the ordained and the elect to walk as a conqueror in this last day, Lord. You've raised us up for this moment. This is the final voice as we heard this morning. Our final age. May we walk in that, oh God, and accept what you have for us this morning in Jesus Christ's name. Lord, if someone needs prayer, if they're, Lord, you've been tucking on their little heart. Lord, and they need someone to pray with them. Lord, may you give them courage to step forth and come forward and say, Lord, it's now. This is my moment. This is my time. An event is happening and I'm marking it on this calendar of my spiritual walk. Lord, give them that courage to walk in faith, we pray. Lord, and may you continue to stir as we're just beginning this weekend. Lord, and move in such mighty ways. Make complexes, Lord, that have pounded the mind. Be vanquished this, this weekend, Lord. Make difficulties and emotional distresses, Lord, that have just consumed ones, Lord. May it be completely annihilated this weekend as they walk forth. And Lord, be vulnerable as they surrender their every aspect of their life to you, we pray. May no, not one person leave this campground on Sunday afternoon that hasn't been supernaturally impacted and changed for eternity, I pray, Lord. Lord, we commit the afternoon and all that would be done. May Lord, we keep this in the forefront of our mind, not the back parts, but the front parts of our, 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 our thinking, Lord, that this day won't pass. We'll come so ready for tonight. You're going to just continue to move and continue, Lord, to deal so that, Lord, the, every bond, every every, Lord, strength and cord that Satan would try to hinder your people, Lord, would be broken 
In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Bless this day. We commit the rest of the afternoon to you. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful afternoon. The Lord is speaking to you. Don't leave. We're going nowhere. This is what we're here for. Amen. God bless you. Let's just sing that again. Let's be you shake hands with one another. We've been made more than conquerors.